<laughs> we the best music. Oh, this will be doing here. Another one. Another one. I might have to put on my jury for this one. Rave time, rave time. Tugging that rave time. Safe time, safe time. Here we go. Tugging that safe time. Major key alert. Oh, we good now. Oh, we good now. Major bag alert. DJ Khaled. I got them keys, keys, keys. I got them keys, keys, keys. I got them keys, keys, keys. Welcome to the Millennial Potential Show. Our goal here is to spread a network of hustlers around the entire world that you can connect with, link with, be inspired by, and inspire yourself. Our goal here is to spread health, wealth, love, and happiness to as many people as possible and have you spread that to as many people as possible. Our goal here is to create and spread world-class tactics of world-class achievers. We're very excited for you to be here. We thank you for being here. Let's get it. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Millennial Potential Show. We have a special guest here today, somebody I'm very excited to bring on and introduce you guys to. This young lady, this woman is somebody that I admired from the jump right when I met her. She is not only an incredibly successful millennial, but she is a woman in business and a female entrepreneur that is an absolute example and in general in the space of entrepreneurship, somebody that is killing me. This young lady has done four million in global sales, over 4 million in global sales. She's CEO of International Abundance Movement. She's a role model, as I mentioned, and she has an amazing story that I'm excited to bring on today. So, Lisana, I want you to introduce yourself. I want you to give a little bit of information on your background, and then we can get going. Awesome, well, I really, really appreciate it, Michael. This is like truly an honor, you guys, to be on this incredible podcast. Michael has become one of my really good friends. We met at an entrepreneurship event last year that I spoke at. You guys, this guy is a hustler. I mean, other than the fact that his hat says hustle, he's created this like incredible brand. You guys have to check it out. It's really changing the game, especially for all of us entrepreneurs out there. He's just an incredible man, takes care of his lady, just an all around great guy. So I really appreciate it a lot. Thank you, Sana. Um, yeah, so I mean, really my journey with entrepreneurship started, gosh, like, Five years ago um, and you know for me I was I was nobody special I mean I had graduated school I was told you know go get a job go work in corporate America and my journey started at 15 in retail until I finally got what I thought was my dream job at 25 in, in corporate America uh, working at Toshiba in, in, in corporate I love that so I want to get started where did you grow up so I grew up in San Diego. I'm from California, original Cali girl, yep. and uh, now I'm living in Miami, Florida. So one of the greatest cities <laughs> in the country, I would say. Amen. And <laughs> tell them how did you originally get started? I know you just kind of touched base on it, but how did you originally get started in the business world? You said you worked at Toshiba, and how did, so what inspired you to go into the business world? You know, I mean, people they have a lot of options when they're trying to decide what do I want to do for a career. What decided? You know, what made you make the decision that I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a woman in business? I want to go into the business world. 
Absolutely. So, I mean, just a little bit about my story. You know, I was working for Toshiba. I had landed what I thought was my dream job, doing the eight to five, finally had weekends off. And there was a few things that really triggered it. I would say the first thing was um, getting my first paycheck. Uh, I think I was like completely, completely fooled by like what I was getting paid for my value. And I remember getting my first two week paycheck, which didn't even cover my rent. So that was the first thing that really scared me, that I was gonna be stuck in this like vicious cycle of like, I'm barely gonna be able to pay my bills and I'm for sure going to be paycheck to paycheck and always be in debt. So that was the first. And that's a nerve wracking experience. So off the gate, I mean, you're looking to make money, you're looking to take a stance and be, you know, be an independent woman and be an independent individual. And you're trying to get out there and make some money in a space that you feel is, is a lucrative space, the business world. Your first experience is a shopper. Is what you're telling us is that you you had you got hit with reality in a way that most people probably don't in a in a early enough time that for you was was fortunate enough for you to be early enough to be able to do what you're doing now. So I got you. So what what then motivated you to take that experience in the business world that was so negative and basically jump off a cliff and say I'm going into entrepreneurship? I mean, how did what what led from that sequence of events? And I I know your story, but I want you to break it down to people and explain your situation and explain your experiences, what was your basically line of line of events that went from I'm working for Toshiba, I had a terrible experience in terms of being nervous that I'm not gonna be able to pay rent, that I'm not gonna be able to afford my bills and that this this space is nerve wracking and it's a lot of pressure. So now that I'm saying I'm jumping into this entrepreneurship space and I'm gonna get myself to be able to produce over four million in global sales. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think there was a few things and I mean, I want you guys to know, like, I think that initial moment, as much as it brought on fear, I think it brought on this, like this, this burning desire, this hunger, this like, okay, like this isn't going to be my everything forever. Like this is a temporary stepping stone and following the paycheck incident, I also realized about, I don't know, maybe eight months into my job, a year into my job that one of my coworkers who was hired at the same time as me was getting paid $15,000 more to do what I was doing. And I was actually doing more work. So that was another kind of like, another kind of layer to like my frustration. And, and let's clarify there, was that a male or a female? That was a male. Yes, so that's gonna be right there something that's incredibly frustrating out the game. I mean, this, this hungry young individual forget what no, forget gender, forget anything like that. This hungry young individual is out there working her butt off, producing, and finds out that she's making fifteen hundred. You said fifteen hundred. Fifteen thousand. less than where she was basically approaching very rapidly to say, "Okay, I'm gonna produce." You are gonna like basically, if I'm a business owner, I'm gonna look yeah. at that and say, "Oh my gosh, this this young lady's gonna explode." She's there already. She's gonna explode through this this threshold of this person's paid, that person making 15,000 more than me, right. you clearly have the potential to, for, to surpass them. Absolutely. But they don't recognize that, they kind of take a step back and say, I think it's rap. That's frustrating, please continue. Yeah, and I mean, again, I think it was like, they saw my potential and they were like, well, we can work her to the max and we're getting, we're squeezing every last drop out of her and not having to pay as much. <laughs> so that for me was like, it just, it, it really burned me. It really like left a bad taste in my mouth. Um, 
you know, and and also at that time for me, I really started like thinking about opportunities outside of corporate. I started thinking about how can I get second a second or third stream of income? How can I get a weekend job that I have the time free? Um, so I started kind of opening started myself. Like yeah, like opening myself to like opportunities. Like, what does the universe have? Like, what is really like my God-given purpose outside of this job? Um, and so that's kind of where I was at. Now I think really for me, like that line in the sand moment was when my dad got diagnosed with cancer. And for me, it was like, okay, if I do not get out of this situation where I, I am never going to see my dad, I'm never going to spend time with him. I'm a slave to my job. Like I have to find something fast. Being taken advantage of. Right. You have to find something fast. Yeah, and and that was really like the core things for me that led me to like start asking questions, start talking to people, start networking, start finding out what opportunities are available. Respect. And I just want to break that down really quick. So she is somebody that like we just let's let's line this back up. This is inspirational to me, and I want it to be inspirational to y'all. She's somebody that found herself in a situation. She's working hard. She's showing initiative. She found. Okay, I'm not, I don't like the situation at Toshiba. Well, I'm gonna get into a more corporate situation. I'm gonna produce to the level of somebody making $15,000 more than me. I find that information out, and then I'm also hit with a personal situation. So I'm, I'm right now, if I'm, sitting, if I'm sitting in her shoes, if I'm sitting in Sana's shoes, I'm sitting there thinking, all right, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hitting, the, I'm hitting the, a, a turning point in my life right now. It's a pivotal point for me. So my next question is, what led to you be that from that from that moment saying I'm gonna walk away from corporate America, I'm going to take myself and my life into my own hands and become this completely inspirational and powerful woman that brought today. How did what you just said with that negative experience in corporate America and being underpaid and then your experience with your father being diagnosed with cancer, how did that then lead to you not necessarily doing what many people might unfortunately experience, which is fall into a rut or, or become somewhat defeated or go into a, a, down, like a down point of How did you take that and, and almost like take like what, I don't want to call it rock bottom, but hit like that, have that, that awful experience and bounce into such a high altitude from there. You went straight into a different direction that, that brought you to where you are today. Yeah, I honestly think that was like motivation to me and I did find an opportunity. That was the thing. Like I was, I opened myself up to an opportunity spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And when the opportunity was presented to me to invest and to start my own business and to start learning the skills, I, I had, I felt like my back was against the wall. Like it was either I was going to like you said, I could just stay in this job and be in a rut and be depressed and be like a victim, or I could say, no, I'm gonna grab a hold of the tools and the opportunity that's in front of me because I believed in it and I believed enough in myself and the people that were like in my corner at that moment supporting me and like encouraging me and saying, okay, I'm gonna do this because I have guidance because there is like a framework and I know that I can control myself. I have control over the amount of effort and time and consistent energy that I can put into this. And I'm just gonna go all in. I'm just gonna become obsessed at whatever it takes to make it to the top of this opportunity. And I think that that's where a lot of people 
fall short is they don't get obsessed, they don't become relentless with like, I have, I have this mentality of like, I can do whatever it takes. I don't have a choice, I don't have a plan B. And I literally like studied, immersed myself, like did things that nobody would do, mm -hmm. drove places, like went to the ends of the earth essentially yes. to make it happen. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's becoming obsessed. I think it's saying, I don't care that I'm a woman. I don't care that it's like man, woman, it doesn't matter who you are. It's like just having that mindset of like, I'm doing this to set myself up for the rest of my life. I'm doing this to have control over my life. I'm doing this to help others. I'm doing this to say, guess what? Like I made my dad proud. I got to spend time with them. I got to be with my family. And that's what it's all about. So you found a source of motivation and you found a reason to that you needed to then believe in yourself and you needed to take control of everything that was maybe being taken advantage of in your life right. or being that you didn't have control over and you needed to take control of something and right. you found a way to do that through hustle, through I, what we had talked about in the hustle culture brain is attraction by action. I know I've touched base with this with you before, but we, we basically talked about how the attraction by action movement to us is about combining the law of attraction and the law of action. I'm somebody who's also, you know, I had my negative experiences, and we'll be touched based on this in other episodes and we'll go into more depth, but when I was 15 to 20, I was somebody getting, you know, getting arrested and, do, and doing the wrong things and falling into the wrong experience. People, they, they set different standards to me. They would, oh, you, you're diagnosed with Tourette's and ADHD and all these different things, right? And I'm sitting there being like, shit, you know what I mean? Like, what am I? So, then from there, it's like, when, when a law of attraction and attraction by action changed my life because I was able to say, okay, if I take control of these things and basically take advantage of these universal laws, I can then take advantage of them. So it sounds like to me, what you were doing is that, and what we say attraction by action is, is the universe basically boils down, this, this is the law of physics, right? This right. is the law of physics. In physics, only two things exist in the universe in pure form, energy and matter. Right. And in physics, it's, physics says that all matter produces, oh, I'm sorry, physics says that all energy produces matter, so all matter comes from energy. And physics also says that thought is the highest form of energy. Absolutely. So that right there is like two plus two equals four science. Right. Like that's math, that's right. science. Thoughts become things. Right. So it sounds like to me that you basically started to take advantage of these awarenesses. You were becoming more conscious of your of your situation and you were becoming more conscious of what was out there. And you said, if I take control right now, and if I, like you said, if I become obsessed. And if I basically put, you know, hustle down, and if I put myself into the situations that I know I need to be in, I'm going to be able to take control of this and become something different and basically produce what you've been able to do. So my next question, respect to that, by the way, Thank you. and respect to this whole story, but my next question to you is, tell us about your business. Um, where did your four plus million in global sales come from? Yeah, absolutely. So one of my main businesses is that th this is what launched my story was my business which is the international abundance movement where i teach people how to drink the healthiest water on the planet and get paid for it that was my vehicle to freedom mm -hmm. and so for me it was like how am i going to get this product that not only changed my family's life but how am i going to get it out to the masses you know how am i really going to reach people at a level and really like build this belief about how this particular product is going to change the world and it's simple, I mean, it's water. Everybody needs it and uses it. It's the universal solvent. 
And for me, it was like, okay, Explain this Explain this product real quick. Yeah, so this product is an alkalized water machine. And, and this is from Japan. This is a 45-year-old company that I decided to be a distributor for because I believe so much in, in change your water, change your life. And that's true. Like, you can't have, if your physical health is suffering, that means it's gonna hurt your financial health and it's gonna hurt your peace of mind. If somebody in your family gets sick, if you get a disease, if you get an illness, you're paying money for doctors and your life's stressed and just your life is out of balance. That's the same thing. You can go out and be super wealthy and super successful, but guess what? Eventually your health is gonna suffer. Eventually you're gonna be unfulfilled and then all that money and wealth is gonna be poured back into attaining your health. And so our mission is how do you balance true physical health and true financial health, which is giving you ultimate peace of mind. And that's what really the mission is. And so I created from that the International Abundance Movement, which is I am triple health, being able to achieve all three healths through drinking this water because of the way that it's going to make your body feel. Absolutely. It's alkalized water, it's antioxidant, it's gonna help you detox, it's gonna help you hydrate, it's gonna help everything about bringing your body into balance and saving the environment, saving you money. Because it comes right from the tap. It comes right from the tap, you're not buying plastic bottles, and being able to share this message and this opportunity with others. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I mean, being able to have this belief and impart that passion into other people for them to also spread that word of health and wealth. Um, it just, it's a no brainer. It makes sense. And so literally within eight months, I, I did, I mean, over a million dollars in sales, hitting like the top rank, um, hitting the top level of income, um, just because I decided to go all in. I didn't do it part-time. But you know what, to me, the sound too, what it sounds like to me is, and I, I've thought this since the moment I met you and heard this story, it was, that's a combination of energies right there that you were conscious of and took advantage of and basically let, your, let it explode because you basically weren't, you wanted to accomplish things. You wanted to feel self-fulfilled. You wanted to make money. You wanted to be successful in business. You wanted to make your father proud. You wanted to make yourself proud. You wanted to say, screw you or basically take it, don't, don't want to be taken advantage of the corporate America anymore. Right. You're going to produce, you want to get paid. Right. And all of these things come into, okay, how am I going to get take control of this? And then you see something where you're like, oh my gosh, because you're, you're a beautiful soul too. Like this isn't just something where I think that you're just a great business person. I think that you're a great person, which is why I'm interviewing you. And yeah. realistically, what I think is so respectful about this is you didn't just say, I'm going to go you know, sell whatever I can right now. I'm not gonna just go like, you were trying to make people's lives better. You're taking, you're saving, you're doing so many things at once with what you were doing right there. And you're saving the environment. You're literally putting the healthiest water at the hands of anybody who buys this anywhere. You were telling, she was just telling me that she was, she travels to Mexico and Lisana brings this, it's a small machine, about the size of my notebook. Yeah, a little bit of my notebook, and you attach it to any tap water uh, faucet, and you basically can, through that machine, have completely oxygenated, or do you say oxygenated? Yeah. yeah, and alkalized water, which alkalized water is what your blood needs to, your body needs to be at a pH level that's balanced, and if you're too alkaline, you can do this research yourself, but 
This is amazing because what she was doing was saving the environment with a healthy solution, which is basically stop using the plastic in the plastic water bottles, stop using um, you know this water that frankly isn't even the healthiest water um, that you're, we're taking it in non you know not necessarily the most sustainable ways. And basically, you're taking that and putting the hands of the best water in the world into the people that buy this. It's a it's a perfect exchange of money and value in a way that helps save the environment and helps save the health of the people that buy it. It's Absolutely. amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's a quick segue. Hats off to <laughs> everything that you're doing right there. Um, and and I, if you are interested, please hit up Usana and we'll give, she'll give all of her information at the end of this. But really, this is something that I would consider deeply an investment that you can bring if you move, if you're in any apartment, I might be moving soon. You can, this is easy to move and it will change your life. Great investment. Absolutely. Um, now my next question to you is, what's it like being a self-made, independent, badass in the entrepreneur space? Because that's something like if you were looking back on yourself when you were in that those moments of, I gotta come up, I gotta do it. What would like how, how what would you tell yourself? How do you feel compared like how do you compare and contrast these two emotions? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, to think, and it's, it's sometimes it's hard, you know, especially as women, we don't want to like kind of like put ourselves like, I don't want to say on a pedestal, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you, you tend to be really hard on yourself. And so, yeah, I mean, I'm proud of, I, I have to stop and celebrate where I'm at to where I was from because I was really in this mindset of, of lack of pessimism, of negativity, self-criticism of like, Oh, you see, and it's not even like a feminist thing or male and female, but it's like, yeah, you do tend to see kind of more men kind of up there having success, you know, and so, yeah, that can be really intimidating, especially because I came from a workplace of the boys club and, you know, kind of dealing with that. And, you know, I think when you invest into your mindset and into mastering yourself and it's... It's, it, I don't want to say it's simple to do because I think it's simple to go get the book, right? You can go to an event, to a seminar, whether it's a Tony Robbins or Grant Cardone, you can go buy the book off of Amazon, but then it's like applying those principles and putting them into action, Attraction right? Action. Attraction by action. And the thing is, is what Mastering Yourself does is a lot of people don't get over the hump. And what do I mean by the hump? It's like when you haven't worked out and then the first two weeks of the gym literally suck. Right. Okay? Right. But that's what mastering yourself and personal development does because it forces you to look at things about yourself that you're probably not gonna like. I couldn't agree more. You know? You have to face the facts sometimes. You have to get yeah. in the mirror and say like but at the same time, like you did that and then you were able to turn it around, put Real action into everything that you said. You were you were doing things that okay. I'm gonna learn this. Thing. I'm gonna take. I wanna. Of course, you don't just have the knowledge to do what you did. No. You took. You did the research on the machine. You did the research on everything. You put the company together. That's. I know personally that to start a company or to start anything from scratch takes research right. time. Then so it's a lot of learning and then it's a lot of okay. You can't just learn something and then no. swing it to happen. Nobody's gonna make your dream happen. Yeah. You're, not, you're the only one that makes the bike turn. Right. You're the only like the. The pedals don't turn, the tires don't move, right. and you aren't pedaling. Right. So it's like you you have to look back and once in a while I think that like you might be able to say to your younger self, you did it. You know what I mean? Right. And I think that's so amazing for young women to maybe be able to even I'm what I'm trying to do here is paint a picture. I'm trying to paint a picture for every young female out there that would even be considering 
entrepreneurship, considering entering the business space, considering anything that Hassan has done, I want you to be able to connect that that imagery of Lisana was once doubting her situations. She was in, she was at Toshiba, unable to pay rent. And then she then is here sitting in this amazing view in Miami, this beautiful, beautiful place. She has what I would consider a dream life. Like everybody that is out here listening right now or comes across this, I just want you to, if you have any females or women in your life that are looking for a sense of inspiration, you have it right here. You need to reach out to the sign, you need to support her, and she will support you as well, I know she will. Um, again, hats off to you, you're, you're an amazing person. Thank My you. next question to you, Sana, is what is your best source of motivation and what motivates you, Sana? I mean, at the end of the day. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think for me, staying on top of personal development, you know, right. because that's kind of what made the shift for me. Right. Um, you know, and, and I think it's really important to develop a daily method of operation or daily habits or millionaire habits Absolutely. that you can kind of start to implement in your daily life because maybe some of you out there are listening go, well, gosh, like I'm not in a position just to walk out of my job and just kind of like just do it. Maybe you're in a different situation, maybe you have kids or your family dynamic is different, but I would just say like how can you start sacrificing the time that you have available and start kind of implementing daily methods of operations. Exactly. I think everybody needs to be understanding sales and mindset, the attraction by action, the universe law of attraction, these things, being open-minded to opportunities and possibilities. Um, and, and doing that every day, whether it's for you, it's it's the meditation, you know, changing what you do when you first wake up in the morning, meditating, praying, you know, drinking the right kind of, right kind of water, changing your diet, getting out there, moving your body, um, you know, and filling your mind with with positivity. I mean, I remember still being at Toshiba and someone started telling me about listening to audibles. So on my lunch break, you know, before I walked out of my job, I was filling my head with things that were uplifting, supportive, inspiring. Um, and that's what I continue to do. It's, it's, are you surrounding yourself people that are going to lift up your mission? Um, yeah, exactly. And I started cutting down conversations with people, even family that was like kind of negative. Um, at least in the beginning, at least yeah. until I could get myself in a position where I was strong enough yeah. um, mentally. When you, here's the thing, I, this is something that I personally experience as well, something that I'm very consciously aware of. If you are trying to make any change in yourself or trying to get yourself to a certain place, it's all about reverse engineering. And that's something that I think people like you and I, it, it comes pretty naturally to us. But, that reverse engineering points out what you have to do, and it also points out what you can't do. Right. And something that I talk about often is that you can learn, I mean, I'm sorry, you can fail smart. People talk about failing smart, like learn, don't, don't make the same mistake twice, like don't look. Yeah. But I like to talk about learning smarter, because learning smarter is something where you can basically learn from, like if you have uh, mentors or people that you admire in your life, or people that you, like, I want to take that lifestyle, I would like to have that lifestyle. I would like to have that sense of fulfillment. I would like to have that impact. I would like to have that legacy. You then reverse engineer that situation. Well, you're going to see the holes that they fell in, too. Mm -hmm. And then you can basically learn smarter by not failing from their mistakes, so you never even make the mistake. Right. And something that I think is, is very interesting about this in, in the dynamic that we're talking about right here is that when you talk about motivating yourself through the right action and you're basically taking control of your situation, what you're what you're doing right there is becoming conscious of 
this energy that I'm surrounding myself with at any time, it has to be in line with this side. There's, there's only the left side and there's only the right side. Yeah. And the energies that I'm around, if I really want to get to this place and make this change and get to, it's like in rehab or it's like in anything else. It's like if you think about somebody working out, if they wanted to reach a certain body or be healthy or whatever it was, okay, well, if you want to really get to there fast, don't eat anything like this, right. do all of this, and don't do any of that, and don't eat anything like that. Exactly. And it's pretty simple. Well, it's like the same thing goes for reaching your dreams and trying to accomplish goals. Right. And you just said it perfectly right there. You sometimes have to cut out even people that you would never want to or dream of. And it doesn't have to be long term, but you are the average of the five people you surround yourself right. with most. It's something that every successful person I've spoken to has told me yeah. and that I've read. And at the same time, you have to realize that energy is a powerful thing and it's energy is consumed like foods. It's like right. if, if you're going to consume negative energy, which if that means something as simple as somebody that you love not fully believing in your dreams right. as much as you do, you're going to slowly see the drawback of that and you're just going to be stuck in this middle zone of, of just, you're going to be lost. You're not going to be reaching your dreams and you're not going to be... You know, you're gonna, you're not gonna be satisfied. You're yeah. gonna just want to be, you're gonna be talking to talk and not necessarily walking the walk because the people are gonna be literally pulling you back. Right. And if you are conscious of energies, people, and habits that might pull you back, and it's like you're trying to climb this mountain, well, it'd be nice to not have all this dead weight that I'm just right. literally pulling on the sled. You know what I mean? It's right. not that it's dead weight, but it's like, listen, I'm gonna, you gotta stay there and handle like, Think about it. It's like, I have to pick up a little bit, I'm gonna climb this mountain, I'll come back around and get right. a little bit. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if you, you can be conscious of, what you gotta do, do right. what you gotta do for yourself so that you can make it and still be the person that you have to be for everybody in your life. But exactly. I think and I think there's two more things. I think the two things are being obsessed with getting uncomfortable every single day, doing something that is getting you out of your comfort zone, whether it's making calls, whether it's meeting with somebody, um, going to an event, you know, speaking. I, I think I think the people, I believe that my success has been really attributed to really loving, like you said, loving being in the trenches, loving doing things that are super awkward and uncomfortable and weird because that's what's going to build that thick skin. That's what's going to build your belief and your confidence. Absolutely. Um, and, and the other thing is, yeah. Growth only happens when, so just to oh, yeah. clarify that, one of the quotes that I love, and I wrote, put you down, I wrote down what you said, and it's also a quote that I love, that you can only grow in situations of discomfort. Right. Think about a muscle. If you're trying to build muscle mass, you build that muscle by breaking down that muscle, right. beating the hell out of it until it's, it's forced to that, that constant state of discomfort causes it to grow. Right. You're trying to do anything in life, you have to break that, you, you put yourself into a state of discomfort long enough, and the outcome is growth. The outcome right. is, you're, you're taking that and evolving. So continue, please. Yeah, and, and I think it's what like, I, I think it's really your your main why, and I, and I, and I know that sounds cliche, but I was so sold on my why. Okay, and I think you have to first be so sold on why you're gonna get up every day and do something because you're not always gonna feel feel like these like warm and fuzzies of motivation. No. You know, you're 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 gonna be like, oh yeah, like I'm motivated, you're but I'm gonna take today off. Like your why, yeah, it's just and your why. <laughs> my why is 
I don't want to be back in the place of what I felt when I was in corporate America. Period. Okay. I want freedom. I want to continue to help people. I want to be generous with my family. I want true freedom. That you are in control of taking. Absolutely. I want to be in control of the things that I was not in control of when I was, you know, being professionally sexually harassed, when I was dealing with gender age gap, when I was not, when I was living paycheck to paycheck, and when I was, you know, five figures in debt. (laughs) And that's something that she didn't even mention, but I wanted wanted her to touch base on it. Think about that. Think about being in a workplace where she basically was being underpaid. She was producing. She was being valuable. She has this amazing personality. And she's being underpaid, sexually harassed in situations. And like, how, how do, there's gotta be a, like a shift in a, in a consciousness in American and the millennial generation where it's like, we are in control of our situations at any given time. You just have to really be willing to go through the trenches to dig yourself out. You're either gonna stay in that situation or you literally grab a shovel and start digging out of the trenches. And Lisana found herself in the trenches and she freaking dug herself out. She started digging and digging and digging until she's at a point today where she's living out, which would you consider you're living your dream life compared to- Oh, 100%. No, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, look at that smile. That's unbelievable. She's living her dream life and her sense of motivation or her why, her ultimate well, her ultimate sense of motivation is her why and being fully in tune with her why every day is her sense of motivation, her ultimate sense of motivation and her why is never wanting to go back into those trenches ever again. So think about that. You guys, anybody that considers themselves in the trenches right now, like I know, I, I know I have been, I know Lusana has been, how do you jump out of those trenches? You grab a shovel and you start digging and you don't, Put it down until you're where you're at, until Lasana is at, where we are at, you are at where Lasana is at today. A place where you can say, when somebody asks you, are you living your dream life? You smile gleefully and you light up the room and you say, yes, I am 100%. And then you will understand that that motivation is the only motivation you're going to need. Is that knowing that you did it, knowing that you don't want to go back to where you were never happy um, or content with being and where you were not comfortable there, well, you made yourself a little bit more uncomfortable for X amount of time and that state of discomfort that you chose to put yourself in instead of being unconsciously in, right? I'm going to like, if you were in a situation where you maybe had no control over that situation and you were uncomfortable, jumping into a situation that you have control over and choosing that discomfort to know the outcome is going to be growth and involvement and fulfillment. That's something that you can be aware of and choose and do. And Isana's proof of that. And it's something that I really want to point out here. Like, hats off. Good, good for you. That's amazing. So her, that's again. Have a situation, I gotta clarify that again. Have in the back of your mind, my goal after this podcast episode is to define, she, she listed three, I'm listing three. You have to have three ultimate everyday pieces of motivation that you can say, these are my three underlying pieces of motivation that are gonna drive me to where I need to be today, into the state of mind that I need today. You need to have three, so write down three, come up with three and have three, and then have one of those three be your why. And you need to define your why, and it has to be your ultimate why, why you need to do what you're gonna do, why you're not happy, why, whatever it may be. You need to say, I'm choosing this why as 
my ultimate motivation to jump into where I want to go into my life, get onto that path, and never look back. Please. Now, my next question for you, Sonner, and we can wrap this up, but I have, I just have two more. What's your best advice to young women interested in joining the business world or the entrepreneurship space? I would say my best advice is you really want to work. I'm so passionate about working through limiting beliefs. Uh, I, I just find that women are just such in a state of fear of, of themselves and I feel like once you can kind of break through that initial shell or peel through those limiting beliefs, you know, then start taking action, right? So, you know, a good exercise for you ladies out there that I want to tell you guys to do is write out, like Michael said, at least write out the three things that you feel are limiting you the most. You know, whether it's about your look, your personality, just things that you don't like about yourself that are kind of like the top three triggers. And you can write out a whole bunch more if that makes you feel better. And I know this sounds kind of counterintuitive because it's like, oh, you always want to write positive things about yourself. But I feel like if you can write out the at least three, if not more things that, you, that are limiting you, that are pulling you back, and then you're going to actually write a letter to yourself and you're going to release those things. You're going to say, I am no longer this. I don't believe this about myself. I don't believe that about myself, you know, and, and just let them go. Say, no, I am worthy of this. I am deserving of this. I'm no longer this. I've released that belief, you know, and, and really just write a letter empowering yourself and then just let it go, you know, with just love and light and just really just say, okay, now I'm like, now that I've let these things go, I'm just going to have like on my vision board or my dream board, like the type of women that I want to be in business, you know, and have that be visual because us women need that. We need that reassurance. We need that, that vision. We need to see what it looks like every single day because, you know, yeah, you get thrown a punch and you know, it's, it's kind of harder to get back up. Um, and I, and I think that that's something that's really helped me because I was dealing with a lot of self-limiting beliefs about myself. And I think once you kind of just put it out there, you actually speak it out and you say, okay, I'm releasing it. Don't be held down by that. Amen. That's a beautiful thing right there. I mean, that right here, these are actionable things. And I want to go back and just say them real again. Well, I mean, one, once more, please do this for yourself. And this doesn't have to be young ladies. This is any, anybody right now with goals especially you young ladies, but that are interested in being, becoming somebody like Asana, a boss, you need to do these things. Here's, some, here's three actions that she has requested out of this podcast. First, you're gonna write down your three ultimate motivators. Your three ultimate motivators, and one of those motivators is gonna be your ultimate why, your defining why in your life, that you're gonna hold on to, and you're gonna wake up in the morning and be like, why, and it's gonna smack you in the face, and you're gonna jump up with everything that you need, to, with all the fuel that you need to just kick ass. The next thing that you're gonna do is you're gonna write down your three limitations. And it doesn't have to be just three, it can be more than three, but you're gonna write down your three limitations that you feel are holding you back, that you feel are 
prohibiting you from focusing on those three motivators and things that you need to be conscious of in a way that you can avoid and that you can then say, I'm not gonna let these limitations limit me anymore. Be conscious of them, write them down, and don't let them work their way into you. You're gonna kick their way out. Kick their way out for good. Now, the next thing and third thing that you're gonna do is you're gonna write a letter to yourself. And you're gonna do exactly what she said with this. You're gonna have this, and one thing I wanna really focus on and add to this concept is, have this letter be something that you are an open book. Don't hold back, really bleed it out. Let all of the things that you don't wanna write down, that you are, that you know might be, oh, I don't wanna even talk about this right, put it on paper. And then at the same time, don't limit yourself when you're dreaming about what you want to be or what you wanna do. Think big, think freaking really big because you're never ever gonna to get to where you wanna be if you don't know where you're going. And what you're, what you're also gonna not be able to do is if you don't think this big right now and limit yourself in your growth, that's something that will never ever become, like you wanna be great, you wanna be fulfilled, well if your first instinct is, well I can't grow, you gotta be able to, oh I can do anything, like there's nothing I can't do. I can, I can, I can do, if that, if that person can do it, I can do that. You have to have that mentality. You have to have that like, I can take control of this mentality, I can gas mentality, because all of us do, and I don't care. Like, you might have like some like some serious situation, like if you have a, a paralysis or something like that, you might not be able to be, you know, and honestly look at people that are. Look at people that have had that have lost limbs and that are literally Olympians. I mean there's just no excuse. There's just no excuse. Like you you have in your capacity to be great. Every human does, and you just need to grab touch base with that universal that universal capability and like if you can touch base with the greats and just think like they do and, and, and put their habits into your life and put these things into your life like it's not saying write down in your story and into your love of yourself think big think like if you were had no limitations write down this story like if you had no limitations that you wrote down like if you had if you were the capability of being the 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 storybook person that you would want to become in your life. Write that story like that. Write this letter to yourself like that and don't let yourself hold back because I want you guys to think big because thinking big is the only way that you go big. Thank you, Desire. I love that. And the last question that I have here is for millennials in general and specifically in 2019, what is your best advice for the millennial generation? We are filled with potential in a world of potential. It's 2019. What's Lisa's best advice for millennials in 2019? I mean, if I could give you guys a single piece of advice, I would just say grab a hold of an opportunity and just stay focused and master it. You know, because it's 2019, master. we're so blessed with so much opportunity. Like, there's no reason why nobody in 2019 can't be an entrepreneur but we're also having this shiny object syndrome where people jump from one opportunity to the next. I would have never hit a multiple six-figure business as a, as a female entrepreneur if I hadn't just stayed focused on my business. So if I can give you guys a piece of advice, it's if you find an opportunity, if you find a way to be an entrepreneur and it really resonates in your heart and your soul, go for it all in 100% and do not get distracted. Just put on the horse blinders, just stay in your lane, just go all the way 
because I promise you it's going to be worth it at the very end of it all. Amen. That is beautiful advice. Isana, thank you so much. This is so awesome. Um, you're the best. Thank you so I much. I love it. Yeah, thank you so this much. This is great. And can you just please tell everybody where they can reach you, where they can follow you, and where they can buy this life walk, this life changing alkaline water. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope that you guys love this. Michael is amazing. I hope that you guys are subscribing to his channel. I know he's going to tell you all about that. Um, but yeah, it was a pleasure connecting with you guys. I hope you got value from this. I hope you ladies got value from this because we really, really need to rise up in the world and I believe it's happening, this female boss entrepreneurial movement. So if you guys wanna follow me, learn more about me, connect with me, you can follow me. The best way to get in touch with me is Instagram. It's lisana.lock, L-I-S-A-N-A dot L-O-C-K-E, Lady Boss Lock. And yeah, hit a follow, send me a DM. I'd love to get feedback on what you guys thought about this episode. And if you want to buy an alkaline water machine, you yeah, can same thing. Just send me a private message. Same thing on Facebook, uh, Lisana Lock. Um, I like to work with people, you know, really one on one to see how this is going to best suit your needs. Amen. So you can just hit me up if you guys are like, hey, I want the Rolls Royce of water. I want to be the healthiest. Yeah. I want the most energy. I want to hydrate the hustle. Yep. Hit me up about this. Amen. Guys, thank you. And we'll be in touch. Thank you for listening to the Millennial Potential Show. All right, guys, the one thing we're going to ask for you guys to do here is please, if you got any value from this today, if you got any value from this show whatsoever, we're going to please ask you to subscribe to our channel on whatever platform you're listening on. Is it is it Apple Podcasts? Is it Spotify? Is it Google? Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to our channel, like, share, do whatever you can do on every social media platform, Instagram, please share it with your friends. And all we ask is that you submit this to a friend, send it as a request to a friend and just share the word of the hustle culture and attraction by action movement and the millennial potential community right here. Please share this with a friend. And that's all we ask. Let's get it. So you own your own, you can't be free. So you own your own, you can't be me. How we still slaves in 2016. Keep the light, keep it back coming. Every night another bag coming. I ain't been asleep since 96. I ain't seen the back of my list. I've been speeding through life with no safety belt. One on one with the corner with no safety help. I put fun like Josh Norman. I ain't normal, nigga. Just a black nigga. I'm Beverly Hills, California, nigga. That rape talk. That's fun, nigga. Special golf talk here. 